Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. Again, we're examining the parables of Jesus, but the last few episodes, we've been uh, setting some context and background, which is really in the foreground. Uh, there's The uh, last parable we saw was uh, the first part of Matthew 22. The next one is in Matthew 25. But what happens in between is so important. So we've been looking at that. The bottom line is this, that uh, friction is beginning to build up more and more with the religious rulers and Jesus. You've seen it the whole time when Jesus is uh, speaking and teaching. And it's one of the reasons he spoke in parables. And we had the parable at the beginning of chapter 22, the parable of the wedding feast. Remember that? But then the rulers started confronting Jesus. So the Pharisees asked him, hey, is it right for us to uh, pay taxes? And Jesus dealt with that. The Sadducees asked him a question about resurrection, and they didn't even believe in the resurrection. And Jesus just told them point blank, hey, you, you're, you're wrong. You're mistaken. You don't understand the scriptures, nor do you understand the power of God, because the resurrection is the power of God. If you reject the resurrection, you have rejected the power of God. So the Pharisees heard that Jesus has silenced the Sadducees, and I think they got a bit of a chuckle after that. So what do they do? Well, Jesus has already silenced them too, so that they said, hey, let's send a lawyer. <laughs> send a lawyer. So they did. <coughs> and the lawyer asked this question, what's the greatest commandment, teacher? And Jesus answered, with the word, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, your strength. We see this in Matthew and Mark. And then the second commandment is you should love your neighbor as yourself. And uh, in Mark, you see that the, the lawyer agreed with what he said. And then Jesus looked at him and said, you know, you're close to the kingdom of God. You're close. And that's interesting. I don't want to chase that rabbit too far, but what does that mean? The guy knew what the truth was. All he simply had to do was believe. Now, was he going to believe or not? Now, let's go back to Matthew 22 and look at these last few verses because Jesus doesn't just leave it laying there. We talked about that in the previous episode. And verse 41 says this, Now, while the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them a question. So Jesus pressed in on them, okay? He pushed back on them. And he didn't do it from a malicious intent. He did it from the intent of revealing the kingdom, of getting them to think. So the Pharisees are sitting there. Watch what he says. He asked him a question, verse 42. What do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? And they said to him, oh, the son of David. So that, that was an easy question, an easy answer. Okay, The scripture is very clear that the Christ come from the line of King David. Verse 43, Jesus said to them, then how does David in the spirit call him Lord, saying, the Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies beneath your feet. If David then calls him Lord, how is he his son? Now, this is a question that the religious rulers had struggled with for hundreds of years. They wondered about this because King David made this comment back in one of the Psalms. He said, the Lord, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies beneath your feet. David was speaking. Prophetically, 
David was speaking things that the Lord was revealing to him about things that are yet to come. We often don't think of David as uh, uh, being a, a prophet, but he was. Very much so. So Jesus was using this to bring forth some things. So he just asked the religious rulers, hey, how does David say, in the spirit? In the spirit. So David is saying, in the spirit, and he's calling him Lord. In the spirit. He's letting these religious rulers know that God is the one who revealed this to David. So now Jesus is asking them, hey, what did David mean? How does he say this? The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand. That right there sort of demands two things. Somebody's sitting here and somebody's sitting at the right hand. The Lord said to my Lord, are they both Lord? You know, how does this work? And it's really uh, connecting to something that by the second temple Judaism, which is the time when Jesus lived, that the Jews had seen something for several hundred years. They had seen what was referred to as two Yahwehs in the scripture. They see Yahweh, the most high God, but then they see this other Yahweh personage, this other Yahweh character. They see one functioning like God, sometimes referred to as the angel of the Lord. Okay? And looking back on this side of Calvary, quite often when people talk about it, if they do talk about this kind of thing, uh, you'll hear people refer to it as that it's probably the Lord Jesus Christ and it was called a Christophany that Christ appeared, took on the form of flesh prior to the time when he was born in the flesh and he appeared in that way. And so they had some understanding that there was something here about this two Yahweh. There was something interesting about it, but couldn't quite put their finger on it. Uh, even the prophet Zechariah, we're studying Zechariah now, and um, there's a couple of verses there that is great uh, that talk about how the spirit of the Lord spoke through the prophets. Well, we think nothing of that kind of statement. We, we think, oh, yeah, everybody knows that. Well, no, not back then, because that's the first time really where it says the spirit of the Lord was speaking through the prophets. Uh, but prior to that time, it was like the word of the Lord came to the prophet. Okay, But now it's saying that it's the spirit that's doing this, and you're getting more than a heavy hint of the triune nature of God. Father, Son, Spirit. So Jesus is bringing this out, and he's saying, hey, how does David do this? If David then calls him Lord, how is he his son? So is the son of David the Lord of David? Well, the answer is yes. But he's really making them think about this. You know what their response was? <coughs> Listen to this, verse 46. No one was able to answer him a word nor did anyone dare from that day on to ask him another question. We saw that same statement at the end, uh, in Mark. You know, we checked the cross-reference about uh, uh, the lawyer that came with the greatest commandment. Mark brought that statement there. Mark doesn't tell us about Jesus asking the question here. But in Matthew, we see the context and we see the flow. But what we're seeing is that no one dared ask him anything from that time on. That was it. No more of the religious questions, no more from the religious rulers. You think Jesus just let it lay there? Listen to this. The very next verse, which is the first verse of the 23rd chapter, says this. Then, notice the time in there, then, 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 a chronological type of thing, an understanding. Then Jesus spoke to the crowds and to his disciples. And so Matthew 23, which we'll pick up in the next episode, Jesus launches. How long is this thing? It's, uh, uh, I'm scrolling down, 39 verses long of Jesus speaking. 
and he basically speaks seven woes to what he describes as scribes, Pharisees, you hypocrites. Well, that's getting intense now, isn't it? But he's dealing with what the problem was with the religious rulers. Folks, we have the same type of problems today. We have the same kind of problems. It will do us well to watch how Jesus handles it, okay? Well, again, I'm Dale. I thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.